I mean, besides this match and combination, you know, very vibrant accessories and clothes. You are even matching. My mug, even my You're mug with my CBT matches. CBT. Um, but, you know, besides that, I mean, ah, a lot a lot is good. Lots good recently, surprisingly. Not necessarily for me. Let's not jump the gun. But um, what some a, good what stuff's good happening week. somewhere. Yeah, it's happening somewhere. I, a surprising amount of it happened in Colorado this last week. That's right. Um, <laughs> some of it happened in Vegas. Uh, who would have figured? Um, but yeah, what happens uh, there? Of, what happens there stays there. So it, no it does. Unless I need content for a podcast, then it can come out here. You know? Okay. All right. There we go. God, there we I, go. That, there's I'm the one need details. Um, yeah. Well, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome if it's your first time. It's been a little while since we've been live. Um, getting ourselves together here. Um, but we got a lot to talk about in the world of the band that has no relation to this podcast, not a goose podcast. I'm going to talk through some news. Big stuff happened last week. Lots of press releases for your boy while he was on vacation. Come on, management. Um, so a lot of news to talk through, and we're going to recap some epic shows. Um, so, you know, people have a lot of questions. We're going to get there. People want to hear about all things, Bruce. Um, but stick around Goose, also Goose, today. Goose, man, I think, you know, nobody <laughs> wants to hear about me. That's going to be a bad episode. We got a good one here today. Let's not do that. That's today. right. That's right. But we do, um, you know, Bruce, we're glad that you made it back. Um, oh, from the you. West Coast, lots of people saying congratulations in the chat. That is fantastic, Bruce. Some congratulations on a safe flight home. Um, so a lot of stuff going on in Birdland here. Uh, I mean, I don't even really know where to start. My jaw was on the floor. Um, a year ago at this time, if you had asked us if we'd be talking about the things we're talking about today. We probably would have said no, but that's because we didn't know these things were happening at the time. I, I don't think I would have quit the podcast by now. Like I've tried to do three or four times. You've been trying to quit the podcast since before the podcast back. started. Um, so, you know, so we're going to talk about some of this big news, and I want to let all of you know. Maybe we'll reveal the grand secret of why Bruce was congratulated. Um, oh, we are, we'll see about that. <laughs> we are going to talk about a whole lot today. Um, namely Traitor and Goosemas, and all of you are gonna have a chance to win tickets to Goosemas and win tickets to Trey and Goose, Trey Goose at Mohegan. So stick around because you have to listen to us talk if you want to win those tickets. So maybe you will be the Jesse McMahon of the world and win tickets to an iconic show. And oh, hell yeah. Change that, you know. You should share that. that comment. You should share Jesse's comment, Greg, with everybody. And 
look at that. Those glasses are straight gas. Thank you very much, my man. Um, straight they really gas. are. You know? <laughs> gas. And I just think, you know, now that I am a bigger star than the band, arguably, um, you know, and my name being spoken on the Red Rock speakers twice, that, you know, I figured I had to come with it with a style. You know, I, I need to continue to pursue my rap career and, you know, try mm. to start a beef with Greg amongst other rappers in my circles. Um, just, you know, They're calling me a rapper now. Too. Oh, that was a slip up. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, somebody actually asked me, Greg, before the Red Rock show, if we were going to see a Greg Knight freestyle. And I said, I, we, you know, no, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we are not. I would have heard about that. Who knows how many times beforehand, everybody. So, um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll know if we do. Hey, maybe if they, you know, get invited back to red rocks. I think they had a pretty successful showing. So, you know, maybe one day we can see something like that up on the stage, but yes, um, we will now talk we'll have to just settle for career. me. We'll talk my ascending yeah. rap career soon. Very, very soon. I will put this guy, this little comment up from Scott and Chris. Thank you. Crush the rap at Westville. No big deal. Um, so let's talk about Traitor. Uh, or T O U R C H. Um, the torch taking over <laughs> the Northeast United States state oh, um, starting 11 no, no, is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> torch. Uh, so starting 11, nine Portland, Maine cross insurance arena, uh, 11, 11, the beautiful paradise that is Lowell, Massachusetts, the Songus arena, Ooh. 11, 12 Mohegan sun. Remember that commercial? Uh, Uncasville, yes, <laughs> also something of a paradise. Um, Uncasville, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, just around the river, just around the river bend. Um, 11 13, Glens Falls, New York. What is this, 92 tour? <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, stop, <laughs> uh, 92 torch. Um, next up after <laughs> Glens Falls, Moon, Pennsylvania. Not just a moon, but it's a place in Pennsylvania at UPMC. Oh, 1117 Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, Eagle Bank Arena. How strong of an American name. Uh, 1118 Syracuse, New York. War Memorial Arena. Another How strong, strong American name. Yeah, yeah, um, and 1119 Reading, Pennsylvania. Santander Arena. How strong an American name. We all have revolving debt. So... You know, pop and show, pop and show at Radio City, uh, planted the seed for this fertile gosling to blossom. Um, Bruce, why don't you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on this tour? Well, I received this seamless delivery at my front door. Ah, so Greg, so Greg has a package um, that <laughs> that is important enough to interrupt this podcast, which really could have been just. You know, a package of uh, multiple moisturizers from Amazon, like I get regularly. But um, I know I can speak for Greg on this. That um, I think when we both heard about this tour quite some time ago, now um, it's been a little bit of, of time planning and in the running, and not quite confirmed. And some dates have changed. The uh, Mohegan date was kind of a last uh, minute, if you will, sort of change on that tour as well, which was a good one. A positive for one for us for those of us in Connecticut, obviously, because of course it's only an hour and a half away from where I live, and I like that. But I mean, the whole tour being in the Northeast is nice, but this tour is just really something that I don't think we ever could have dreamed of, you know, in in, in a long time. And I know the guys probably couldn't have either. And uh, it's definitely a huge thing for them. I mean, obviously, just looking at 
the list of places as Greg read them off. I mean, arena, 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 arena. It's just insane, you know, and, and that's definitely the benefit of what comes along with the kind of the <clears throat> graciousness of Trey and his team, you know, reaching out and kind of wanting to do something uh, with new bands and, and with Goose, obviously, in particular. I mean, you know, people have different feelings about, hey, I'd rather just have a whole Goose show, just like Fish has been doing for years and, and Tab's been doing for years, where primarily it's only them. And, uh, you know, that's because that's the band you want. <clears throat> and it's the same with Goose. But I just think when you've got two incredible bands and and starkly kind of different bands, I know people try to make these comparisons to Fish and and Trey, and, and they really, I've always found them to be very weak kind of comparisons or very generic kind of comparisons and not very fitting. And I just think you're going to get a much different, but somehow complimentary kind of show out of the two different sets. And then you get this collaborative set, which is going to absolutely crush, you know, and I'm hoping to get to hear all of these things. I would have loved to hear goose play back in the day to cover, you know, fish songs and trace songs and then vice versa. It's going to be awesome to hear Rick up there on Cayman review or, you know, it's just going to be so cool. So I think there's a ton of cool stuff. Um, that's going to come out of that. I know I am ridiculously excited for it and really hoping there is some way I can scrape by to go to all of those shows somehow and keep my day job. Um, so yeah, he did. He did. And don't act, don't act like you're not excited, Matt, me and you, uh, me and Matt shared moment after moment at Red Rocks. Um, and you know, then he comes on, you know, just the cynicism, uh, but anyway, so that, that's pretty much how I feel. I think I, you know, Greg doesn't need to hear all of that. He knows. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't, couldn't be more excited. For so Bruce, can you uh, just restate everything you just said while I was gone? Too long. Didn't read tab's <laughs> going to be sick. Um, goose tab collaborative sets going to be sick. I'm going to be at all these shows trying to behave and trying to be in mm-hmm. this behavior, 100%. you know, and, uh, you know, but that's it. And, uh, I, I just can't wait. I hope to see all y'all out there and Hey, look, it's worth it to fly out to the Northeast to come hit some of these shows. Even if you're not local, just come do it. It's going to be that's right. once in a lifetime, man. It's going to be awesome. So it's like fish, Mexico, Lowell, Massachusetts. I'm going oh, to Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. I mean, Lowell. it's the same all place. Practic- same place practically. Yeah. Doesn't. Oh, I can't even think of a good analogy there. Um, so how much of the promo video was driven by Trey versus Goose? Um, you know, I'm not actually really sure. I remember talking to a band member. I don't know their name. I don't know everyone in the, in the band's names. Uh, uh, there I talking, forget. So. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to one of the guys. And um, they uh, they were saying, um, they were like, oh, we have to film some sort of commercial or something with, um, with Trey. Uh, but they had no idea, like, the day before that um, – what the you know the whole vibe was what the concept was and um it's probably why i didn't really see this band member in the video um but <laughs> uh super cool concept for those of you who are candy lovers i'm a big reese's guy um and i'm wondering if like anyone in the band had even really seen the commercial because it's more like geared towards people of bruce's generation yeah no those babies haven't seen that no they're not it's they're out there watching indie stuff and like weird movies like Donnie Darko. And, you know, I don't know, you know, they don't know that, but, right. um, but I, I, I honestly somehow <laughs> did. And anyway, when I got to see that video, um, first, just, just a little before it was released, um, man, what, what a riot it was, you know, and it was directed by, uh, our good friend, Will Thresher. Um, oh, Thresher, Thresher directed movie. it. The yeah. man behind from the man who brought you shit. Yeah. And I mean, the they were they were having such a kick at it when I heard, you know, 
this is just all so it just like makes these guys giddy when they're normally you know morose and mopey <laughs> no not true but i mean it just to see them like this like little kids like all of us around it too um you know the whole crew john especially this is huge for him as well and then and then all of us that have been on the fish scene forever and have been supporting our friends forever it, it just every one of these little pieces and every one of these little collaborative things that trey is down to do with the guys is just so it's incredible you know it's hard to not just giggle to yourself a little bit about but um well, yeah, I, I, I like to see, see it keep coming, man. And, and that's why, you know, some of the sense of humor stuff that we have in the community, it's it's where we did get those ideas and, and did bring it in from the fish and, and trade community. And, um, you know, it's we just great a, to see we them. We have a sense of humor in this community? Uh, you'd be, <laughs> we try <laughs> our hardest. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, wow. there's a lot of bad jokes. I, I, I don't oh, know that's if sure. that counts. Yeah. But, yeah. We're, we, we contribute to that. Um, so... <laughs> Thank you for carrying us through that that segment, Bruce. Um, it seems no, we have more listeners than when I left, so killing the game. Astounding! Um, so I'm surfing that. <laughs> let's talk about some other uh, some other news. Goosemas canceled on the East Coast due to lack of hustle. Ooh. Relocated Ooh. out west for for two nights in colorful Colorado, the Centennial State. Um, if anyone can explain in the comments the background to why Colorado is called the Centennial State, also colorful. Um, that's the hundredth state, and it's brown and it's got some green too. Colorado's oh. the hundredth state. Wait, what are we talking about? No, uh, wait, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. never, never Colorado mind. is just, the hundredth state of the union. You're right. <laughs> We've been, uh, right. you know, dude. been on a run, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not going. <laughs> uh, all right, so and everything's um, clicking up here. <laughs> Recently incorporated state Colorado plays host to Goosemas <laughs> 9. Um, it is going to be two nights, December 16th and 17th, at the First Bank Center in Broomfield. Get out your brooms, folks. It's going to sweep you off your feet. Oh. <laughs> uh, you just... The times where you just don't have to do that and you choose to, you know... After I gather all of these listeners... Um, but you know, I, there are a lot of people who are mad, man, about the, these, uh, these shows being out in Colorado. And I, I do have to say, and I know John would agree with me, man, that, and we've said this a lot, look, you had opportunities and I know maybe it wasn't advertised like it is now, but, um, Goose has been playing for a long time. This is Goosemas nine. Um, and although one of the Goosemases wasn't an open, you know, it wasn't a public event, like, um, there have been many opportunities to come see them at small, cool places and party it up uh, with the guys and with all of us, you know, for many, many years and people didn't take those opportunities. So now it's in Colorado and there's going to be a lot of people who will be there and, and Colorado really does show out for the guys, which I, which I definitely love and love to see. So um, it's going to be cool. Plus I think it also gives them an opportunity to now pack, a, I think an arena for Goosemas where, you know, with the, change in schedule for Goosemas and Mohegan and all of that, you know, it just was a little bit of a, of a taller task. So, and I think that, you know, we always want to see that, you know, you always want, right. um, you don't want it to be overpacked, but you want to see a full sellout if you can. And, and so I think they have a good chance of getting it for those shows too. So, well, you know, I think I, I, I have no qualms about them packing this place in. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure first bank center capacity is like 6,500, right? So, you got to think Red Rocks is is just short, shy of 10,000. Um, it was probably about 40,000 were there last Thursday, 40 to 50,000, I would think. Um, Mohegan, 10,000 cap room. 
I can't see them not telling selling this place out two nights, um, which is going to be sweet. Um, I love a good yeah. arena. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just pumped to get back to Colorado another time this year. I really do think it is becoming um, Goose's home away from home. Um, sorry, Covington, Kentucky. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Colorado, eight straight sellouts in the state of Colorado. Pretty incredible. Um, and one thing I don't know, actually, whether or not um, it'll be three sets. I don't I I I don't know. I really don't. Um, but like, I would think that it'll probably be two, two set shows because it is two nights. Yeah. But I mean, I also do think regardless of what happens as far as just set count, obviously this is something that's been a, a tradition to do three sets, but, um, I think they're good. They're just going to come with it and bring the same sort of energy and vibe and, and cool new songs and new covers and just the fun environment to Goosemans that they always bring. And, and I'm sure there'll be other special things going on around the event. So um, no matter what, it's still going to be special. No matter what Goosemans is still one of the, you know, my, one of my favorite things that they do one of my favorite times of the year. So, um, you know, I think, I think you're in, still in for a treat no matter what they do with the sets. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and you know, yeah, like you're going to be in for a treat. There's always, always surprises in goose miss. Excuse me, DG, just like fish, (laughs) Kentucky, butter your bread. Then you move on. You never know when they're going to, when they'll come back. Um, you never know. Goose won't forget the Midwest, man. And legend Valley, legend Valley can continue to grow in size as much as they want. You know, I don't see them really ever, stopping going there you know for some runs and i really hope they don't it's, it's just wonderful it's great to have a place like that that they can connect with for years on end so they i don't think they'll forget about that area you know like right fresh, uh, you know <laughs> they're mean you know what the mean. you know what the midwest is <laughs> young and restless all right nothing uh never mind <laughs> nice. um, <laughs> they go um all right so other news other news goose in colorado oh Boom. Huge news. Don't be too sad at home. The East Coast always gets screwed. I know. Um, Captain Conroy, good question. What states has Goose not performed in? Um, South Dakota, Hawaii, Hawaii. Um, South Dakota, Hawaii, first two I can think about. Mississippi for sure. Um, I don't know if they have performances in Mississippi ever <laughs> i hope not really. yeah. um, I'm, I'm not going to any of those no, I, uh, I will miss those um okay well iowa sorry garth party on dog um alaska not quite yet um i'm sure there's a couple other states that frankly we're all forgetting um so anyway other news we've got some side projects playing arebolo Playing at oh, yeah, that's right. the Levitt Pavilion in Westport, Connecticut next month. I'm sure each and every one of you would want to know what day that show is taking place. So I'm about to tell you. It is September 7th. Picturesque Levitt Pavilion. Uh, <laughs> right the on the water. People's publicist, everybody. He knows right what's going water. on. Right on the water um, um, in Connecticut. We know Kathy will be there riding the bike. See you there, Kathy. Um, oh, come yeah, get there, your Kathy. taste of acoustic tunes. Ah, Neil, you're going to come down for that. Keep, keep in mind, those shows are early, really early at Levitt, um, which, again, is nice. But I think they pretty much have to be off by 930 latest. Um, I don't know. Is that right? How late did Twiddle go? That? Um, I feel like they were one of the later Twiddle shows. Twiddle went until 930. 
45. Yeah, I think there's a hard yeah. hard stop at 10. Um, okay. Although I can't Most see that time they're done before. Yeah. But um, it is a beautiful venue, and it's cool. It's small. Um, it's on this this nice hillside. It's like a little park, you know, and and it, and it just is a great vibe. I've never seen a bad show there yet, and I'm, I'm super thankful that they have that there. It's like kind of a not-for-profit um, establishment, so they have tons of free shows. And this one will be paid because – Goose thinks they're odd shit, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I'll be paying because mm-hmm. I'm a simp, but uh, it's really worth it. You know, if That's you can get too. down there, if you're local enough to get down there, definitely um, definitely try to go. It's going to be great. Yeah, going to be fantastic. Big shout out to our friend, Kieran Edwards. Feel better, my friend. Uh, member of Residual Groove, as well as Jed, featuring Jeff Arevalo and Previn Edwards, best guitarist in the 203. Head on down to Dunville's after Arevalo. Catch some tunes. Hell yeah. Um, also, Norwalk, Connecticut, September 11th. Thank you, Kathy. Vasudo acoustic set free show. How did I not know about this? They, did, they don't want me there, do they? Pick this is part. what's happening now. They don't tell me about Arevalo. They don't tell me about Vasudo. They know I'm just going to be loud and it's acoustic. Is that the problem? Pick, Pinkney Park? Pinkney Park? Is that what it's called? Ah, Pinkney. Pinkney. Pinkney? Pinkney. Pink knee. Pink, pink thing. Pink knee, pink knee, like a knee, like a joint. <laughs> is that always? Oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, all right. Vizuto's okay, playing so, in a park. Vizuto's playing okay, in a park. Okay, park, park. Never eleventh. Um, <laughs> also, one more thing. Uh, news. Kara Mitchell. I guess we're just taking news from the crowd today. We're gonna get to these. Hell recaps. yeah, dude. Why not? Um, sure. Submit your Arebolo T-shirt designs by midnight. Apparently, Rebelo's taking T-shirt designs. Um, ah, I think yeah. if it's a voting thing, maybe we should we should submit a photo of me, Bruce, and Joey as a Rebelo. That's a good yeah. idea. That's one. Yeah. That, yeah, that's an excellent idea, actually. Yeah. 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 People okay. won't be able to tell the difference, really. Limited edition merch. I want to be Jeff. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> so Pinkney Park, going to be fire. Um, and then, yeah, the guys have a little bit of time to, I don't know what they do in their time off, change their strings. Um and then hitting it pretty hard into fall tour. We already know what fall tour is happening. Buy your tickets. I think I'm going to go down to Richmond for the tour kickoff. What do you think? Want to roll? I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to do that too. I think I don't remember their tour dates. Obviously, I forgot a lot over the last week period. But um, I'm going. I do kind of recall thinking that Richmond might be two of the only shows within those couple months before tab tour that i'll be able to hit so definitely gonna go try to try to get down to richmond plus i was always kicking myself for missing that broadberry show that epic broadberry show in 2019 oh, so best lead um, the way ever yeah it really i still mm-hmm. love that version of one of my favorite songs uh, a lot so definitely want to try to get down there and uh you know redeem myself <laughs> which will be impossible over the course of two nights but yeah i you know i'll give it a give it a go but i think you need to do one-offs like you always I, have, a I know. I need to set the bar lower. Really, every weekend, mm. you know. That's um, I. I like that idea, but uh, we'll see if I follow through. <laughs> um. Okay. Also, this weekend, last thing, Porch Fest, Black Rock, Connecticut, best music in Connecticut. Uh. Okay. Let's talk about some show recap. Right. We hit the road last week. I rented a um, uh, rented rented a hotel room. That's um people do that. 
Uh, I, I, I rented a I, I rented a hotel it. room. Um, Bruce had these full intentions on third wheeling it with uh, me and my wife on Monday. Uh, much to my disappointment, he did not stay with us Monday. So we had a double beds uh, in a suite. Jumped on them. Um, it was totally cool. No big deal, Bruce. Um, we'll well, bill Osiris. We'll so nobody, nobody fills me in on these details. I am fully expecting a spot on a floor. You know, or a chair, or I won't sleep, and I just live in the room for a while. Um, you know, but I had a feeling based on your reaction that you might have actually gotten a bigger room for that purpose. And um, you know, this is why I love my friends, everybody. Um, uh, but yes, I I ended up having to change plans last minute, uh, because I'm an idiot in some ways, and I did in other get- ways not. In other ways, not. But I did get yeah, somebody's yeah. car out of it. A very nice grandma um, that I used for a couple of days in Dillon, uh, which didn't also go well for me. And we're not going to go deeper into that story. Uh, but we that can lead us into the show. So yes. All right. In the chat. <laughs> in the chat. Tell me what your favorite night of Dylan was and why. Five paragraph essay. Um, so Dylan, Colorado. Um, rented a nice mm. little Volkswagen Tiguan and mm. drove on up on Tuesday morning to picturesque Dylan. Um, it was about 50 degrees, rainy, uh, gray skies. I hit the dispensary, they dispensed, went to Frisco to the house I was staying. Um, big shout out to Neil Beanstalk for hosting. Happy 50th birthday, Neil Jonathan Blit. Um, thank you for being lovely hosts. Uh, and then realized, shit, I didn't really pack any winter gear for this show. Mm. Um, and that kind of Because it sucked. was summer. <laughs> um, I went to the Arapaho. 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 I went to the Arapaho uh, restaurant, <laughs> got a nice little trout salad before the show. Fantastic. Ooh, um, nice. And then Refreshing. we went into the Dylan Amphitheater and got some incredible music. I say my theory is that um, 3,500 cap venue, two nights before Red Rocks. I think the guys wanted to let their hair down and get loose for Bastards with hair. Those, <laughs> um, yeah, we can all dream. Um, so night mm. one, night one. What, what do we what do we open with night one? Oh man, night one we got Bob Don opener, which is a great opener, dude. Just a great way to set the tone on a rainy, kind of gray, cool sort of night, man. And um, just getting deep and heavy right away, you know. Like I said, yeah. morose, mopey, gray, rainy. It just hair, perfect combination, um, you know, for getting some indie rock going right off the bat. So Bob Don, dude, was a good opener, and then into uh, time to flee, man. I, as, TTF, no matter what, baby. You know, what think about that song, man. They just. They like to play it. They play it pretty regularly. It's not lost its place in rotation. And they always, it always, it always kinds of slaps, you know, it kind of yeah. does set the right mood. Everybody in the, everybody in the crowd loves it. And they had that alligator. Do you remember the blow up alligator? That's funny. Oh, the blow up alligator that look, it looked heavy while being launched through <laughs> the air and hitting people in the back of the head. Yeah. Um, like yeah. edges on the side. And it was, it was hilarious though. I mean, that, so Time to Flee went deep. I mean, that was like, all right, these guys mean business. Yeah. Um, like, tw- I think it was like 23-minute Time to Flee. Um, multiple peaks for uh, those of you who 
needs peak. Um, followed up by a slow and winding Indian River. Yeah, and John, I thought it was funny when I was preparing some of our notes. They he wrote in the his notes that it was like a new '80s style arrangement, and he's going to kind of get that information from the guys. So that's sort of how. They're sort of looking at it, and I re-listened to it because I, it wasn't something I necessarily noticed too distinctly at the time. And yeah, I guess it's a little, little more synthy. It's slow. I mean, there's parts towards the end of it that sound, you know, you can hear maybe a little of that like '80s, little late '80s rock in it, maybe. Um, but you know, I didn't really necessarily think right away. Oh, that sounds like an indie style, but um, definitely a little another vibey style of Indian River, and like a lot of people in the scene talk about with them and because their their song catalog is a big topic, but the, how they redo songs and change them up all the time, you know, keep keeps it interesting for the band, keeps it interesting for the fans. And Indian River is a great song, no matter how I get to hear it. So i um, always happy when they drop that in. So funny that these 90s babies are trying to play this remnant, music reminiscent of the 80s, you know? Come on, y'all. <laughs> yeah. You know about that. I know, but at least they're trying. I mean, the 80s slap. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah. I was only you within my first that. five years in the 80s. Otherwise, I would have excelled. <laughs> I was born for that shit, man. But so I really like this this Indian River arrangement. Um, I do very much prefer this Indian River arrangement um, acoustic, like this kind of slow winding version. Yeah. Um, I like the the Moon Cabin version um, live, but I'm also, you know, I don't like change. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, 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 you I know, mean, I, I think you, no, this, but this, this was a beautiful, beautiful rendition of Indian River. Um, I had a cool '80s joke related to Reagan, but I just didn't really remember what it was. Um, so let's move on. All right, SOS. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> good to hear. I think just but with that little change in arrangement style to Indian River, that, that Bob Don to Tina Flea to Indian River to SOS, I mean, they're, they're keeping just what this is what I love about kind of the way they've developed this year, especially is that with more of these indie tone songs and, um, you know, even with some of their new songs that are a little bit more kind of folk rocky, like California Magic and stuff, they they just manage to keep these very cool vibes going and, and a very cool sort of aesthetic to a whole set or to a whole show that's just unique from a lot of other sort of rock bands, psychedelic rock bands, jam bands, um, where that's, again, where that indie vibe comes in and opens like a whole different sort of musical palette to them. And we'll talk about that with some of the covers I want, you know, and read the Red Rock show, especially the moniker cover, um, because it's a good example of that. But um, yeah, so I just think, again, it it just is a nice even set, you know, flowing really well, um, you know, picking up steam and an SOS, you know, you're going to get that excellent jam at the end and stuff. And then, and then you're going to get more energy out of it. It's more of an upbeat, a little bit of more of an upbeat rock song. So um, really great placement. I thought first set SOS, mad cool. Um, plus like, you know, they're already deep in the first set. So, um, oh, and I'm always, I, I they could play that a lot more. I'm, I'm always interested in hearing that. So, yeah, I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised. Did feel like SOS has kind of been on the shelf a little bit this year. It's been living its life on the shelf. 
Uh, but uh, God, that, but uh, on fire. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know that to be true, like statistically. And maybe it's just that, you know, the guys were on a yeah. tear, like debuting new songs at the start of the year. Um, but I, you know, I I have been a fan of SOS since I heard it the first time back in the day. And then happened. Oh, oh, some veteran over here. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, Gotta I did happen to also catch, like, prior to shenanigans, one of the two performances in recorded history. One of it, which was uh, June first, twenty eighteen, nineteen nineteen, uh, at Octave, and then the other one was one twenty nine nineteen, Lazy Dog, Boulder, Colorado. R.I.P. Love you, lazy dog. Probably a little too lazy to stay alive. Uh, but incredible. Was waiting for it to take shape in a live setting, and I really think it did. Two things I want to highlight about SOS Don. Just SOS. We don't even need to say Don. Um, two things I want to highlight. One, Peter, synth solo. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, that's an 80s vibe. And two, Trevor Bass. I mean, I don't know. We we can always we can mention Trevor Bass so many times in different contexts. It's just yeah. You know, and I mean, I talked to him about about him with people during you know at these shows as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, something he just uh, will always stand out as this pillar, but it's always standing out behind the rest of the band. And then it's always when people pause for a second or talking at set break and they're thinking back about what they just heard and they're like, oh, but God damn. Trevor, man, was in it. You know, Trevor just mm-hmm. keeps these flows, and that's how they, you get this foundation behind these guys that allows Rick and Tre- and uh, Peter to do what they do so easily, and to and to find new spaces of going, and he can just keep that ship rocking, man, the whole time, and fit in now with with a lot of sound coming from percussion and drums um, together. Oh, yeah. That he just still, it's he just still that underpinning that is so steady and stable. And cool, it comes up with these cool patterns that he can sit, that everybody else can sit on top of all the time. And it's just, I mean, it's why we've been saying for years, man, put Trevor up. It's why people still say, it, put Trevor up. You just yep, can't get enough right. listening to him, you know? Yep. Um, 100%. And it's just, he's not mono neon. You know, he's not one of these guys that's going out there and just, you know, doing a million things on the bass. Um, also reminds me of a guy, a guy from Spafford. I ha- always hate to forget his name. He's a really good bass player, too. Just mm. totally different styles, you know? But Trevor's is so understated. It's just, you always come and think back and be like, God, Trevor was on it. That what night, were we you know? saying at the show? Tasteful, tasteful. Very, tasteful. very tasteful. Um, but, you know, I really also, you know, I had been waiting for years for him to start slapping and he slapped the shit out of SOS. Um, <laughs> next up, Labyrinth. Compositional piece from Shenanigans Nightclub released in 2021. Written by Rich Mataratanda <laughs> while he was in high school. Little something that maybe y'all don't know. Rick wrote that back in the day. Uh, Labyrinth, incredible compositional piece. Um, one of my personal favorite tunes from um, the previous album that we haven't heard much in the last year. Um, what you think? <laughs> I love it. Like you just said, dude. It's what it's, I. I just I kind of like that you don't get to hear it a lot because I've been lucky enough to to hear it when a few the few times that they seem to play it. Um, but I, I love it, man. It's it's very cool. I think it's one of their most proggy songs. And, um, you know, just with the different phases, all the phases are very cool. It doesn't seem to be boring or overextended. It's like a perfect time. And, uh, yeah, I love to hear it. And just like with the atmosphere of that show, you know, keeping it kind of weird and darker and a little more vibey was perfect for the setting. 
for me. And, um, and yeah, I was super happy to hear SOS and I was super happy to hear Labyrinth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vibe town population us set closed with hot tea fan favorite. Do we need to talk about hot tea anymore? No, but that one was sick. It was it good. Was fire. I'm surprised was at how much they play it, dude. That that some of the ones that they pulled out, like the one at Indy, this one, they they could continue to make it still like such a great experience, even though you know you're like ah, hot tea set closer. <laughs> Very creative indie kids, you know. But it's like right. it's so right. good. So yeah. that's you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you know what? Hey, that's well, why you're I'm right. You're right. right. Um, so I actually missed the start of set two because I was, uh, running off hiding backstage to escape the wet blanket. That was night one, Dylan Bruce Robinson. Um, but word of those <laughs> word on the streets has it that, uh, word on the streets is that they open with slowdown. So uh, maybe you can walk us through that a little bit. Uh, well, obviously I immediately called it. Um, and, uh, besides that, <laughs> I was uh, very impressive on <laughs> backstage on night one. Was that the night that I accidentally walked out on stage as well? I think it accidentally been- walked out on the stage. Yeah, actually, if anyone saw <laughs> Bruce walk out on stage uh, during set break <laughs> night one and can accurately describe his movements, please do so in the chat. Uh, you have um, a chance to, to win a prize. <laughs> that um, was, uh, yeah, it has to be well, very accurate description. Um, interesting point by Drew- <laughs> 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 interesting point by Drew Davidson here. That's a little bit of a random uh, piece, and I'm not going to go on too far of a tangent. Um, but the crowd in LA did not really sing the la da 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 da's parts, not to because Drew. LA doesn't really participate with jam bands. They participate with indie group bands. And indie group bands don't have sing-alongs. Mm. LA, a little too cool. A little uh, too cool. But we'll, we'll, save that. That. We'll, we'll save that for, um, for, for next week. I can't alienate our LA listeners if we have any. Um, all right. After Flowdown, Drive, no. something Bruce did with uh, someone's grandma's car. And meanwhile, yes. keep, keep those descriptions of Bruce's movements um coming in the chat i am going to grab the prize for the winner who can describe bruce's movements most accurately um bruce tell us your thoughts on drive i'm getting this Uh, prize that was an excellent drive um i think and it was kind of it was a little condensed you know 13 minutes but um i just thought the jam was awesome the whole time and uh and then just you know, kind of moving into Western sun and a, a big Western sun after well, flow downs, high energy drives, high energy. And then uh Western sun kind of brings you back to earth a little bit, but gets into some more ambient jam space. And, you know, I think it, it's just like, to some extent, like we used to say with the shows where it's not as much what they play, but how they play it. Um, I think with goose, it's also not as much about what they play, but how they, at, like it in in when oh my god in which order do they play it and like they were just really crushing the kind of set list that they were playing not only Dylan and I won but I, I think that was a big part of Red Rocks too um you know so just setting myself up for later in the episode but um yeah I th- I think the drive was excellent I think they kept the energy going for that second set when everybody was getting a little cold a little tired of the rain um but you know again condensed and then uh and then that's what i like too sometimes you get i thought they got into a little bit of uh, a thing with drive after the buffalo drive where they just wanted to play huge drives all the time you know and mm-hmm. and um and huge needs and it's like hey you got a lot of other songs too that you can 
bust out and play huge now. And Redbird's one of them. And, you know, so, so it's like Westburn's on anytime that's over 15 minutes, pretty surprising. So, um, you know, I like when they do a little bit different stuff with that too. And it's like, even with a song like drive, it doesn't have to be enormous every time. So, um, I like the way they played it. Um, we've got a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I'd like to restate this um, phrase that we may have heard before called it takes one to know one. So Bruce Hardy, you accurately described Bruce's moves as dusty. <laughs> I think that that is an apt description of what we all saw happen on that stage. So first winner of the night merch giveaway from our friends at long strange, Putt content oh creating gosh. Instagram page, Bruce Hardy. You've won this Long Strange Putt hat, courtesy again of our friends at Long Strange Putt. I don't know if you oh, golf. I know a Bruce whose golf game's pretty dusty. Uh, so oh, thank you, oh. Bruce. Thank you, mm. Bruce, for dancing. Mm. Um, mm. So so congratulations to you, Bruce. Um, email us well, at, at gmail.com, and we will get this in the mail before 2025. All right. So a lot of people have been congratulating Bruce's lately. I like to see that. <laughs> the name you know, is, is uh, doing a lot. Bruce's are up <laughs> right now. Bruce's are up right now. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Western Sun. Fire. Yeah. And Great a big song. One. Big yeah. Western Sun. On a cloudy day. Real funny. Yeah. Um, really love it. Went deep. Again, I think I was avoiding Dusty Bruce at the time. I did end up like, I took my chomping talents to like the cheesesteak area. And <laughs> big shout out to our friend Gino, who during set one came down to our section and said, dude, I think I just had the best cheese- fucking cheesesteak of my life. And I was wow, like, okay, you know? the best cheesesteak of your life in Dillon, Colorado, from a you know this tent. Uh, I, I forget what the place was called. Him. I think it was called Sausage Patties, maybe. And I'm ashamed to say that I just put together the reference. Um, but <laughs> I got a cheesesteak during hard. set too, <laughs> and that that cheesesteak was flames. It was incredible. Well, no one told Bruce though that night. Bruce was not listening to anyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Moby followed that up. Trevor Bass dropping bombs all over Dylan, mm, yes. shaking my chest. Really Crazy. helped me to digest said cheesesteak. Um, just like, yeah, it kind yeah. of settled in, you know, yep. from the, it just shifted it down. Rumble yeah. every time you do it. Uh, That's science. <laughs> thank you, Trevor. Um, and then uh, Into the Mist, high energy Into the Mist, 17 minutes, something like that. Um, really, really strong. I love a good mist. What do you like? What do you like, Bruce? If anything, well, I, I, I think most people know I really like mist. Um, and I, like, mist? Oh, I, oh, I do really like serum mist too. I haven't had a serum mist in a while. Oh, shit slaps. Bruce um, Hardy's on fire too, into the dust. Give me that citrus soda, baby. All dizzy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah and into not. the mist quite a bit like a citrus soda, <laughs> except right? not. And um and it was really Both good. Things. Obviously, mist. It's raining, misting. That kind of thing. Funny, clever. But um, I always love that. Obviously, second set is it's it's where it's at, where it lives. Um, and and it was again, it just flowed well with everything else. Pick up that energy, get people dancing again. Um, it was actually looking at Bandcamp a little shorter. It was like thirteen minutes, Greg. But then the pancakes after, which I thought was maybe. 
I haven't gotten to re-listen to these shows yet, but I thought that pancakes was like the highlight for me. Oh yeah, show. Set, set honestly, closer, I, yeah. I thought the the jam was so different, and it was yep. it just it just ripped, man, and it was very cool, very proggy as well. And that's what I like about those new Peter songs: pancakes, butterflies, um, red bird, just are just so different in, in, in a way than, than Goose's normal songs and Rick's normal repertoire and, um, and really lead them into the much, these much cooler jam spaces that I think are helping them develop their sound and jams all around. So mm-hmm. um, I add, I'm a huge fan of, um, and, and I thought that ending was, was sick that it was a great ending to the second set. Absolutely. Before we hit Doobie song, before we hit the Doobie song, um, a lot of good Sierra Miss chatter. Going on in the oh. chat right now. Ooh, Let us lunch. know in the chat Ooh. what is your favorite second tier soda. So we've got Ooh. Sierra Mist. Uh, well, actually, Sierra Mist is kind of third tier. You've got yeah. Sprite Seven Up Sierra mm-hmm. Mist. Actually, you kind of got Sprite Seven Up Sierra Fresca Sierra Mist. Yeah, I but I think I pick put Fresca on tier two. So I really think Sierra Mist could be tier two under Seven yeah. Up and Sprite should be kind of on the same tier. Um, You're right. Maybe you know, and see, oh, my wine. dog, Ooh, no, right here. Mr. Mr. Pib. You already know, Jesse. Mr. Pib. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you can't yeah, identify a tier, Jesse. Mr. Pib is at least fourth. Um, sure. I don't know if anybody remembers the old Mountain Dew commercials with Buster Rhymes. And if you do not look them up on YouTube, they are Absolutely. American film at its best. Um, they wanted to recreate those commercials with the, for the Tri Tour, but they just got orange crush, dude. Oh man, I had yeah, some bad memories. Ooh, Doc Brown on ML from Orange Crush. Come on, Doc Brown's a tier one. Mm, it should be. If it's not, it, it might be. not be respected in that manner, but it should be. Nice one, Donda. We're not going to touch that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, mellow yellow, hard to food. That's an esoteric reference. I like that. Ooh, code red, Kara. Oh, I didn't take nice. it for an extremist. I'm on about that Baja Blast life, you know, man. Definitely um, a little piece of my liver chipped off last time I had a code red. <laughs> Diesel Johnny, mellow yellow. Very on brand. Love you, dog. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Surge. Okay. There we go. P. McGrath knows the man moved out to the West Coast to be extreme. Um, Surge, yeah, absolutely the original so boneless so four loco. Um. All right, let's get back. Okay. Track. All right. So, so uh, Scooby song, Scooby song closer. Love it. Um. Okay. All right. Night two. Night two. So what'd you do? Okay. Actually, never mind. After what I do with Grandma's car. <laughs> Uh, you gotta, you gotta, it, dude. You gotta subscribe to get that story. Um, <laughs> so I went for some cocktails and uh, charcuterie with my gracious hosts after night one. Woke up early, answered emails, hit the uh, the Dylan Reservoir for a nice pontoon session. Pontooned uh, around left and right. Went to Whole mm. Foods. Cooked dinner, went to the show. Very excellent day. Like, what else do you really need? Does anyone else yeah. want to know any unnecessary details about what I did? Does anyone no. want my social security number? Uh, nope. nope. Beautiful nope. day. Beautiful day in Dillon, Colorado for a night two of Goose. Um, nice and sunny. Yes, Karen, you're right. Joey Parisi would have had a nice time. 
and it Joey is, Parisi uh, would have had a great him. time there. We should shout out our third uh, co-host and arguably most important host <laughs> um, uh, who couldn't make it tonight either because he is also doing extraordinarily nice things for his family. But um, we miss Joey, missed him out in Colorado, you know, and uh, he better not miss his upcoming stuff, man. Come on, get on the horse. Uh, Come on, Joey. <laughs> We're floundering here. It's 751 and we haven't even talked about Red Rocks yet. We need you back, man. Um, <laughs> night two. <laughs> Dylan, Colorado. Soda, though. <laughs> um, okay, let's start this out strong. I like DG. You're really throwing out some hot divisive takes here, and I'm loving it. Um, so, th- oh, like, dude, I'm not okay either. Willing. Let's just put it out. Let's there, talk about know? it. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's so talk let's about actually- it. If you, yeah, if you want to, if you want to call into the show, dial nine one one extension six. Can, so, uh, so first of all, which were they wooing during? Um, mm. You know, during this show, it was night two, correct? I just forget what it was. I can't. I, I blocked it out. I was seeing. Yeah, we really should not be. Woo- I mean, it, you know, it depends. Am I going to hate on people for wooing at these shows? No. If they're opening mm. that space for it, one thing I like about Goose is they typically don't do it much, and then they'll start filling in that space again. Um, so, you know, is it a big deal? Not really. People want to woo. Okay, if everybody's right. doing it, it's cool. But you know, it's like right. You don't. I mean, you can't spell. Right. You can't spell wooks without woo. So um, I think it's cool to get lost in the passion and woo here and there. Uh, like an unsolicited, I don't know, like a, like a like a type two woo that just emerges out of a jam. Hmm. Sometimes you need that release, you know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a time and a place. Right. But I don't like a, mm-hmm. I don't like a pre-prompted woo, although... In the early 2000s, I wooed during many of a Dave Matthews warehouse. Oh, bring a, man. Shouldn't should be telling people that. Bob Marley, Marley shirt, Puka Shell necklace, cornrows, oh, a weird time. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> California Magic opener. Uh, very strong <laughs> opener. Really great jam, California story. Magic. Um, uh, like, really awesome start. The jam was sweet, cogent. The guys seemed very settled in. I was saying all week, I think they respond well to nature. So to wake up in the bus, got the Dylan Reservoir. What is that? A vanilla like a vanilla wafer? Yeah, it's a vanilla wafer. I mean, I yeah, I just need some sugar, you know, to get through this pocket. Dry. Dry like, I thought it was, like the humor. <laughs> I didn't I plan that one. Ed- that one fell into my lap. <laughs> limited edition jewel. Um, so uh California Magic, super strong. I like literally yeah. only have so much hard drive space in here. And kind of wiped it for switching. Shout out to Sam Ackles. Got his switch. Yeah, Sam Ackles. I love switching. I love it. I do too. Yeah, I do too. So when Sam posted that on Old Goose, um, the fan board for any of you who don't know, and God bless you if you do not, um, on Facebook. But uh, yeah, Sam was was posting about it. I I was like, oh, night one for Dylan does seem like, boom, come out the gates. I hit it with switching. Did a night two, second song. Um, but you know, it's cool that they kind of do keep, and it's not necessarily maybe because they saw it on the board. I'm sure they actually might have, but they do see a lot more than people think, um, without actually being on the board actively. Uh, but you know, it's kind of nice that they do kind of make nods to that stuff, you know, and they care about keeping this community tight and, and not, you know, they're not going to appease everybody. that can't do everything, but it's nice when they can slip those things in. So I know a little of that probably came into mind. Maybe even John saw it and threw it on the set list. Um, but cool to do that song too. And we haven't heard it in a while, man. 
Can't yeah. can't beat switching, dude. Where's Ryan Storm? Do. Yeah, guard. We need Ryan Storm to let us know how how long it's been since we heard of switching. Um, but switching yeah, gears, yeah. switching gears here. Song three, born. born. Boom! What a big time. This has turned into from when it got released as the first single to being such a hot topic with so many <laughs> pretty bad takes on it. But really, a lot of people. Oh, remember those feelings. days? If this is the direction the band's going, I'm fucking oh, out of here, man. Well, oh, oh, I'm going to go back to. I mean, I, that sounds yeah. like me at Bethel Night, too. And I was like, I'm done with Nitty Groove. But it's. Right. It's, That's it, yeah, you know, every these show. Things happen. These things yeah. happen. Um, but. Uh, yeah, born to it, and I, I just was just like, this is one song that even I was like thinking, you got it. You don't hear the space in the song. They have, they're gonna take this somewhere live. But how well they've done with it live since then, and how many cool versions and big monster mm. versions they've had. Dude. And we were, I don't we want were these chilling guys to express themselves artistically. Oh, <laughs> um, it's so great! It's just such a cool vibe live, you know. And then, and then the, the cool two thousand one jam. I know we always fuck around. Calling it that, but they've done different things with it now. They did different. They did something different with it. Radio City. They kind of get into it, and then they move away from that beat and that that the, that kind of chord progression and move into some other spaces. But um, and I have not been there live for a born that I did not love. It, it, I love it. Oh yeah, that's right. Fodini and oh, porn. that was Fodini. Oh Fodini. my, <laughs> Fodini. Um, oh, what a clown, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean. I love seeing that shit though. And I've always loved seeing bands have fun on stage. I don't care if you're playing that well, man, just have fun. That's what you're, yeah. that's what you do it for. You know? <laughs> just don't woo if they're having fun. No, wait, wait. Nobody uh, else is going to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's fun to me. All right. So born was fire. Then we got the Bruce Robinson anthem, uh-huh. Dr. Darkness. The darkness is spreading. What do you think, you. Bruce? I think I did spread the shit out of darkness on yeah, Tuesday. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Felt you brought a little the clouds better with you on Monday. Suitcase. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> I parked grandma's car, by the way. I just have to say this. This car was parked all day. I was not joyriding in the car. But it did help that it was a very nice day. Um, and I just was in the most beautiful town and um, with great friends and seeing great music, you know, and I felt a lot better. And Dr. Darkness, uh, you know, reminded me that I have an image to uphold. It was a dark individual, <laughs> um, right. but it was still, you know, I couldn't do it. No, I was having That's too what much we fun internally. on night too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dr. Darkness for show, for show. And then Mississippi half step uptown to the woo. Ooh, hell of a jam. Woo. <laughs> Don't entice him. Don't entice him. Oh yeah. <laughs> great jam, dude. Um, Another great cover, man. I'm, I'm so glad is in this like very semi regular rotation for them. It's it's just so much of a part of them and a part of their aesthetic and everything that they've brought to the table since Peach and like it. And they've been playing it for years though. And it's like, right. mm, I just I just love it. Love their version of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was already on it night two, man. What a, it was a great start, great first set, great way to end the first set too, um, and a great way to start the second set, dude. I. Personally, I love Honeybee. Now we're going from massive, born, awesome Mississippi Avs up to Honeybee. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I love it as a set opener, and I really love that song. It's like one of—I think it's one of my one of my more I, one of my favorite Peter songs, if I could put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Where I think a lot of people might leave it out, you know. But but um, what a catchy tune, and the yeah. riffs are oh, great. Yeah, for you know, sure. All that shit. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, great song, great song. Um, and frankly, save the bees, y'all. We need them. Uh, Wisteria, great beyond, beyond anthem, mm-hmm. banger, absolute banger. Wisteria banger. jam. You know what, Kelly? You're damn right, Kelly. The goat Wisteria mm. all day. They took that shit to the great beyond. Again, Joey Parisi, we missed you. We do now. Um, oh, like, what can we? What can we say? What more can we say about this Wisteria other than like goat? I just love the fact that they can continue to push the envelope on some of the best Wisterias. Mm-hmm. Or, oh yeah, <laughs> some of the best. Oh that, you yeah, know, the vanilla waves yeah, getting, the it's just hitting you in the, <laughs> the coffin. How dry it is, but when they're when they're still bringing it to the table, all of these shows in different locations, they got a big show the next night. All of a sudden, and dropping just this massive, awesome Wisteria the night before. It's just like man, they just. They just can bring it. They just bring it to the table. They don't let these outside things affect them. They're just in the zone, and 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 they they can still drop the heat, you know. And uh, Kelly, it was excellent. I got to meet Kelly um, and her friend Lister out in Colorado. Um, but a really good conversation. I had a beach ball, you know, so we know how that goes. And um, Ooh, yeah. But yeah, it was nice beach to see you. Thank you for joining us tonight, Kelly, on the pod. Um, but yeah, she's right, man. That was, that was an incredible story. Without re-listening, can't say go, but I yeah was one of the highlights of the week musically for sure. All right. We've got the San Francisco stands taking over the chat. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Bloodbath. Oh, dude. Better better come on. Pete. Yeah. Come on. Come on, dog. Um, I don't know. You know, that's why I say, I can't say it go without re-listening at least. SF was obviously a monster. Um, but yeah, we gotta, you know, I don't know. It was, it was a hell of a, it was a hell of a hysteria word to listen. Yeah. Absolutely. They really took it down the pathway to the great beyond. And that's how you find yourselves mm. here. Um, mm-hmm. Next up <clears throat> cover. Not just Gwen Stefani. Talk, talk. Mm. It's my life. Different songs. <laughs> <laughs> I <see>. But, <laughs> but it was okay. good. It was really cool. Definitely confused people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, you know, and I, I told Rick backstage and a, I mean, not the most complimentary way that uh, it's about time covers more pop music like a man. Um, but women can also cover pop music. I love it. And, That's true. Uh, you know, I just cover it like a them man. all the time to cover actually female pop artists. And, um, you know, they're coming around. They're going to start. They're going to start doing it. But, yeah, the Talk Talk cover was cool. Uh, you know, it just kind of goes along with some of those old 80s covers that they pull out. Mm-hmm. Take on me and. You know that stuff; it just fits their vibe, and, and it was kind of a surprise, but it, it works perfectly. And it's and it's funny how they hit those chords, you know. So I was, um, that was definitely a good call after that. Um, you know, after that awesome uh, wisteria, drop into a little uh, '80s ditty, and then back into another big hit with Ro- oh, with Rosewood Heart. With Rosewood, not a huge so, one, eleven no. minutes, you know. But. Yeah, like this is the thing about. Uh, I feel like that wisteria kind of messed up time. Like, not really messed up, but it was like, oh, shit, we just jammed this Wisteria very hard. Now we've got to really truncate the exploration on Rosewood and Rockdale. Yeah, Rockdale still hit 14 minutes, and it's such a big song anyway. Same with Rosewood Heart. They're just they're just these, even a, even a standard version is probably at least, what, nine minutes or, you know, right. the tightest version that would play. Um so there's still a lot of meat to it anyway, and, and it can change up things within the song during some of the more composed but improvisational parts within the song. So um, 
I kind of like that. It's again, like I was saying before drive, like don't have to play a huge, massive version every time because there have even been times for me where I'm at these shows and I hear them play Rosewood and I'm like, okay, here we go. We know it's going to be a 20 minute big jam, blah, blah, blah. Not that right. that's bad, you know, but it's just a matter of this is a nice way to also add variety and change the kind of way this, this show is flowing. And uh, I actually liked it in this placement and I liked that they kind of moved through it and not rushed it, but quickly moved through it and moved into Rock- Rockdale, which just you got a one, two punch of such emotional songs there in, in different ways and um, such very different songs too. Um, and it just worked together really well. And I love Rockdale. I think there's almost nothing better than when they drop out of the music at the end and, and do that whole acapella part. It's just like, I, I just love it. It's one of, one of my favorite things in their repertoire right now. Um, so I can never get enough of that. So moving quickly through Rosewood into Rockdale, one of my favorite new songs that they got, newer. Yep. Um, you know, I just thought it was, there was a good vibe. Then they went slow again, did your ocean, you know, sang to us a little bit. Your slotion. Um, <laughs> and then, I love and then I love threw down ocean. a mod with stereo was huge. Obviously, maybe not to go Modavon, but I was also very, very impressed with the Modavon too. So it was like two real upbeat rippers, you know. And and I thought it was also a great way to have that ebb and flow from Rosewood Rockdale um, at the end of the set into your ocean and into Modavon. And it was just, uh, I, I just love the way they they played um, that whole second set. I think the second night of Dylan was awesome. You asked before the favorite, who's what was their favorite night? Night two was was my favorite by far. I talked to a lot of people who like night one though, um, right? Well, yeah, everything they so, did night two plus my song, Dark Doctor Darkness, you know. So Modavon, Modavon night two, fire, 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 turn clouds encore. Why not? Look around this small village. You must be out of your <laughs> mind. We're going to Red Rocks. So all right, all let's right. do give let's do a giveaway. Let's do a giveaway here. We're giving away all right, after one hour, they all deserve it. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's right. Thanks for sitting through that with us. We've got three shows to go. Um, all right, so giveaway trivia question in the chat. In the chat. In the chat. In all right, so trivia question. You're answering in the chat if you're watching at home. First one to get this wins two tickets to Goosemas. Night one, not on sale yet. Twelve sixteen, Broomfield, Colorado. In the chat, it's not in Connecticut. <laughs> not in it's not in Connecticut. This year, actually, <laughs> no. Nope. Did we talk about that? Uh, all right, in the chat. <laughs> Name two songs left off of the set list at Red Rocks. Like left off of Ooh, the set list so e- that oh, they were going to play good. that night. It was originally on this the set list. Good. Two mm, songs good. that were originally on the set list that were going to be played in the chat. When Goose Mistake it. All right. While you all think Bruce is going to do some Clark Kent shit. Let me it. get those. Let me get those. Answers. All right. We're getting some answers rolling in. Two songs, folks. Two songs. So, Kevin... Incorrect. That's one song. Uh, Nicole Malaya, Drip and Field. Neither one's a song. Sorry. Disqualified. All right. I mean, we've got... So, Bruce is... I don't know where Bruce went. Um, so, I'm going to be your game show host for this. Bruce, be back. Aha. There he is. Nah, uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Um, nah. Bruce, your your sock account is like... 
really crushing. crushing. Uh, uh, yeah, Bruce Hardy just yes. won two tickets to Goosemas. 12-16, Dripfield and Creatures. I don't need to write down the songs. I need to write down Bruce Hardy's name. Uh, Bruce Hardy, <laughs> you're going to Broomfield. No flights included. No hotels. Worst seats in the house. Just kidding. You'll be great. Gonna be great. We'll see you there. You and Bruce can do whatever Bruce's do. Um, oh, oh, so it's magic. Yeah, Kevin Cowley, they're my second NBA team. The Knicks are oh, my first, oh. but obviously I couldn't tell I was anyone I was an X-Fan for many years. It still makes me sick. So um that's why I have so, a team. Ah, thank reason, you, Robert. The oh, reason why Bruce Hardy. Is okay, good. Yeah, wrong Bruce. <laughs> yep. Um, so the reason why I wanted to use that excellent question. Uh, is because, you know, Red Rocks, I could have watched them play all night. I really felt like, damn, like I felt like, I, you know, the juices were flowing once Animal and Arcadia hit. And, you know, second My set. My juices were literally flowing. FYI, for your information, by the way. Sorry, Grape, sorry. No, it's all good. That's fine. I'm <laughs> just glad everyone knows. Um, so I... I just, the only thing I could have wished was that the show was longer. Um, so this is a little something I want to talk about. Um, I thought the show was incredible. I thought front to back, they played a great show. I thought that Dylan shows were awesome. Um, but I had a, a conversation with our, our homie at Osiris earlier, Brian Brinkman, Brinkman, Brinkmeezy. Um, and what I'm so excited about with Goose this year is that so much of what they're doing is a series of firsts going on tour with Trey playing Rio city, playing an arena. Um, but what I, I, um, I also realized is that I think for these big first time experiences that the band's having, they're a little bit risk averse. So like, they're not going to go incredibly deep and get lost in some jams. Um, and they're also going to kind of stick, I think, to the framework of the time that they have allotted. Um, mm -hmm. So I say that to say that front to back show is incredible. I would like I would I would have loved to see a drip field and the creatures. Probably over Blood Buzz Ohio and Milestone 2 and even Fish in the Sea. But like then again, hindsight's twenty twenty. I am so I was surprised to see, which certainly wasn't a, a lot. I think people see some people talk about some things online, and it's literally thirty or forty or fifty people, and they think, oh, everybody thinks this way. But you know, I did, I, I was surprised still, nonetheless, to see the kind of sentiment that I saw online today. A little bit about this. Um, now that people seem to know that Tripfield and Creatures were written on the set list, but they don't use that necessarily to be like, this is our exact playbook. You know, it's still about what do they feel like playing? They might swap a spot, move something up into the first set. You know, they, they just move things around. It's still like these are what are available for us tonight and maybe around when we'd like to play them. But they're still making those decisions somewhat on the fly based on how they feel. And to me... Um, I would, I just was very much into hearing some cool new covers at Red Rocks that I thought fit the second set very well. I think maybe some people would disagree with me on that. Um, I didn't think it at the time. I thought it was an awesome vibe. 
Um, again, I think like I was talking about before with Dylan, it's really about how they manu- how they put together these set lists and which order they're playing these songs and then how they're playing the songs. And I think as they did that, it was very cool. I thought this um, that Skuck's Life song, what is it? Its actual name is um, Milestone like- Two. Milestone Two, Skuck's Life, right? And it's from this movie, Hunt for the Wilder People soundtrack that I have never seen. Um, or heard of, you know, and I watched the video today on YouTube for the, for the song and it's, it's cool. Like this, these creepy kind of indie synthy songs that these guys love, you know? And when, when we talked about, when we've talked about covers and when I've talked about covers with the guys, try to get them to listen to stuff. That's like the stuff I have on a playlist to try to put in front of them at a time. Cause I know this is kind of their style and what they like to listen to and what mm. they like to play. Because it just sets again that different musical tone that's not used by a lot of bands on this sort of scene, you know. Right. And uh, you know, it's not your typical noodling. It's not your typical corny jam songs. It's not this and that. They're they're vibey and emotional, and um, you know, maybe a little emo. Obviously, indie, all this stuff, and it just gives them a much different basis for which to do improvisational stuff out of, which I really love. And of course, I I kind of vibe with some of the same things that they vibe with too. And I I would admit that not everybody will. Um, but I was surprised. I really thought too, like you said, Greg, I mean, I, this is one of, and I don't get into hyperbole like this with shows are overly emotional or sentimental, but mm-hmm. I, I was one of the best nights of my life surrounded by oh, so many friends, surrounded by so many fans. And I just thought besides so my wedding, like, besides your wedding, which again, just like stealing grandma's car. I also, you know, arguably <laughs> was a negative on Greg's wedding, but, um, <laughs> these are excellent. Stole nights. The show. Stole the show. <laughs> and so, um, I just think, you know, I, I've been telling people since then that, and, and and before that too, when they have these big opportunities, these guys who I make fun of for being babies, because they are, um, no, I'm kidding, but they step up to the plate. They have these huge pressure filled mm-hmm. moments. This was the most people by far they've ever had. And when I look back at the Red Rocks crowd and it was packed, I mean, absolutely packed, no fake sellout like people talk about. None of that yeah. bullshit. That thing was all these, packed. <laughs> all these crisis For their actors first time are pretty Red expensive. Rocks, yeah, I know. They do. No, they get, they're getting up there now, inflation and all. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's just like, dude, to come out and play not only a good show, but what I thought was really a excellent good show. And all the 150, whatever, plus 160 shows I've seen. That was an excellent one. I don't know where I'd put it. Oh, yeah. But oh, they yeah. came to play, you know, in, in the biggest, arguably the most important show of their life, beyond, you know, beyond that Red Rocks weekend. So it's like, and it played great shows before that. Play uh, potentially go with Styria the night before, an excellent Monobon, and just Rip Dylan, much different venue. And then come out, and we'll talk about this quickly too, after but Vegas, they came in crushed. No hang, no show hangover after such an impressive night at Red Rock. Mm-hmm. So I was really impressed. And maybe I was just so impressed with all that stuff. And, you know, our friend Austin Gamby, Gong Gang leader, oh, shout out to my boy, um, knew this track and was familiar with it. And and so getting to vibe with somebody, too, when they pull out a cover like that, who knows it? And I didn't know it. Yeah, it kind of adds to it for Definitely. me. And it always has it at different shows, you know. And and so, like, that was kind of lucky as well. Um, but I just thought it was so cool. It was so different. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And maybe you know? like, you know, maybe I'm, I actually am eating crow here and saying like, oh, they don't take these risks improvisationally at their biggest shows. Meanwhile, they, they play two obscure covers. What? Blood Bowls, Ohio and yeah. and Stuck's Life. And, and yeah. my friend Angela is yelling at me about Ohio this, Ohio that. I'm like, nobody sings about yeah. Ohio. <laughs> right, right, right. 
But um, okay, all right. You know, I guess I'm wrong. First time ever. For different folks, though, there's a know, first time for strokes. everything. Um, I just think so, what would people have thought if they never knew that Dreadfield and Creatures were on the same list to begin with, though? Right, you know, exactly. Probably wouldn't have been as big of a conversation either. So, it, of course, <laughs> yeah. What if Dreadfield? You get those deep thoughts here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, but so, so like, I, and I, I don't even because I think that this is such a focal point. I don't necessarily want to go song by song. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, but like you know, Hunger Sight, epic. I think also. Uh, Brian and I talked about this earlier too, but like there's that special added layer of that being the first song played with Trey, uh, the buzz around the announcement, you know, epic roar of the crowd. Um, great to hear an OG tumble. Love it. You know, love Mm. it. Love it. Love it. I all, yeah. That was the same thing that struck me too. I was like, yes, ah, OG tumble early in the show. I mean, I know we're not going to talk about each one of these, but hunger sight, hunger sight, real cool. That, that upbeat vibey thing, silver rising, early sun still setting that was money that was a money touch and then the the og tumble i was just like mm, yes you know and rick was on point from the beginning rick was we'll on point for noticed sure. it immediately rick how clean how aggressive you know and rick and rick was just in the zone in the zone locked in that whole show um 100 but yeah and i will say i was not 100 sold on animal um but i'm 100 sold on animal uh, animal was popping <laughs> Yeah, um, Arcadia it's concise. Pop. All right, we're not doing the whole thing, but no, nope. yes, arrow, epic arrow, too. Um, oh, one thing I will mention the Arcadia, did everybody else notice this on the chat? I didn't even notice right away. Somebody mentioned it to me, but they were this venue thought they were at separate and put the separate shit all on the big screens, oh, yeah? and the lights kind of came on, and they were like, no, 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 we're just gonna play Arcadia. Tight arcade, but it was good, and I just liked that move. And then they just had to darken everything and take it back off the screens again. It was pretty funny. Um, and the other thing, too, go okay. figure, dude. Last yeah. thing, Dr. Darkness Jam, Dylan got into that like diminished minor jam for the music heads. Um, and Rick was teasing Tumble, so it was just cool. Uh, Thank I you, Adam, I, oh, for guiding us to that. Elmeg, perfect ending. All right, oh, so yeah, um, it really was, yeah. We're going to do another giveaway after we talk about Vegas. So stick around if you want to win them ticks. Um, But one thing I want to just mention to all of you, if you follow the Great Beyond on socials, at Great Beyond Podcast on Instagram, Great Beyond Pod on Twitter, the Great Beyond on Facebook, please follow, like, share, subscribe. Um, Bruce Robinson has been posting all of his deep thoughts this summer on our socials at every show that he goes to. So it's become an unofficial Bruce tour diary. Um, so we, we <laughs> checked out the official channels and uh, Bruce ate too many mushrooms and ended up in Vegas. Tell us Bruce. Well, I do while well, I hit wardrobe. <laughs> well, first of all, yeah. <laughs> Bruce and social media aren't a natural pairing. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I all apologize in advance for Greg leaving you all alone with me yet again. Um, but yeah, so I, we've been told, you know, to post and obviously I'm an influencer now, so I have to post. Um, and that's about as much as I can muster, but yeah, so I made the last second decision to go to Vegas after three nights of not sleeping in Colorado. Um, and I did blame it on mushrooms, but there's a hundred different other factors to, to blame. And when, you know, obviously goose is really to blame for all of my problems. And I've been saying that to them for a long time. 
and they disagree, unfortunately. So, you know, you could all vouch for me with them. They're very stubborn. Um, but yeah, so we, we, I went with a bunch of friends, um, uh, you know, as well as some of the girlfriends and, and we went and, um, kicked it in Vegas. And, and let me tell you, Vegas was awesome. I mean, obviously, and I don't know about all of you, I have mixed feelings about Vegas. I'm not a big casino guy. Um, but if you haven't been to something like fish in AC or fish at the MGM in Vegas for Halloween or, or now Goose apparently playing Mohegan. Um, you, you know, it's such a vibe. It's such a funny experience to be at these large casino resorts with a ton of people who aren't there for your show and a ton of people who are. And it's just like you're just at a festival with other random people who are kind of at their own weird, you know, festival, which involves gambling and getting hammered. And it's just so much fun. I mean, everybody's just, you know, having a good time and, um, getting loose and, and, you know, it's fun to kick it with people. It's easy to meet people. So it's just such a fun experience when it comes to live music to see some of these bands that you love at, at some of these casinos. Otherwise, ah, it's a little seedy. We did go to the link or the Flamingo beach club pool and the water was a lot, pretty ratchet, um, very warm, very long hairs floating around my micro particle debris with, and was so, you know, uh, um, but again, you know, it was a blast and, um, Brooklyn bowl Vegas is cool. Uh, as, you know, as all of the Brooklyn bowls are such a neat venue. Um, and it's just such a cool experience to get to see them. Then from Dylan, this beautiful outdoor amphitheater, nobody can take a bad picture, uh, even when it's raining. Um, then it's 3,600 people. Then you go to red rocks, the most impressive, one of the most famous um, places, venues in the world to see a show at 10,000 people packed in there. And then you go to Vegas, this little Brooklyn bowl, um, to see the guys. And it was like, kind of like the old school sort of goose vibes, a real party upbeat rocker of a show. And I, my most impressive thing is those guys coming out and slaying at red rocks and then coming to Vegas with no show hangover and absolutely tearing that show apart and playing another awesome show was you know it's just incredible to see and it's it's what what makes these guys successful you know is that they've just been able to find a will and a way to continue to do that stuff and continue to give people every cent of money of their money's worth when they come to these shows you know and, and that's what i got out of vegas and it was well worth the trip absolutely so um to that point uh i've i've not been to the brooklyn bowl in vegas and uh, what they have bowling there? Mm-hmm. Hipsters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love everything it. you want. You know, love that. <laughs> All you need, baby. Um, so again, like we're not going to do the whole every single show or every single song of the show um, because I know you guys just want to win stuff and probably put your kids to bed or whatever y'all do. Um, yeah, but you know, a couple of things, things I want to highlight. One, there's another podcast out there that kind of talks about similar band that seems to be <laughs> calling the three jive tunes, the, the jive triptych or something like that. The jive, uh, not the jive fecta. I thought it was the jive suite. I've been trying to make the jive suite happen for years. Yeah. I mean, jive suite has been what, what we used to call it. I think, I, I think it kind Jive of crept into lingo though through through John that Jive Fecta was kind of what 
you know, that was something that he's also even called it, um, I believe. Um, but it may, it may have come from elsewhere. But, um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm down with whatever. You know, I think we all like to combine words. So Jai Effector is good. Um, Portmanteau. Jive Sweet. Jive Sweet is really what it is. But, um, right. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, okay. whatever they want to so call it. Is, you, so uh, they did it. So they, they played three jives. Three jives. Not yeah, three jives. However you want. Um, I love the jive shows. Um, and I want to shout out Jive Goose. Gave me a jive Vecta pin. Oh, nice. I just don't know if I can get behind it. I love the jive suite as a term. Uh, um, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. You don't wear pins, though, Greg, you know? That's true. So it's not uh, like you, but you see that pin board. But, oh, there it is. See that pin board back there. <laughs> All right. You got your wood board. Nice. Starting uh, to have some holes in, in it. Because uh, <laughs> I can't do Sometimes we don't have prizes. Um, so great show. But some highlights. Yeah. We should talk about some great, highlights. Great show. So yeah. Turbulence opener. When's the last time you heard of Turbulence? Um, Legend Valley. I don't know. Was that the last time maybe? But that was the last time, you know. And then that was when I didn't realize that they were using this new arrangement for it. Slightly, slightly adjusted based on how it used to be. But it wasn't one of my um, favorite pseudo songs back in the day. And, um, yeah, I didn't know what it was about it. There's something about right. it. Just didn't, like, just didn't fit. All the segments didn't fit well. I don't know. But now, I mean, it just sounds like a proper Goose song. Um you know, with some slight adjustments and great way to open unexpected opener. And I, and I really love it now, man. It sounded great. Um, they really got the crowd into it quickly. Uh, and then doc Brown, which I haven't heard in forever. Honestly, yeah, that's been a minute been since doc Brown. All of a sudden yeah. we start talking soda and doc, Dr. Brown reappears. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Atlas dogs back to the original, uh, first version they played of it, Oh, gee. which is funny um and then marie's the name which is like you know you're obviously gonna play some sort of elvis cover elvis related cover um and that's also a great tune but you can just see guess the construction turbulent side brown alice dog's obviously a new song marie's the name and all the songs they've been covering elvis for a while it's just like starting to flow like an old school style goose song uh goose show and then uh you know, fun songs, cool covers, and then Earthlinger Alien, dude. I know. Oh, yeah. Talk a lot of shit about this song. And now they have had three or four Earthlinger Aliens that just crush. And this was one of them. I didn't, think it, I didn't know how it could be that good without me. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, well, you know, and I question that too. Um, as a nerdle Greg out there, but oh, dude, it was ripping. It was it was a darker, it was a little gnarlier kind of rock jam. And it went through a couple different segments that were all incredible. I was like, they should just finish this set with this and just keep jamming it out because everything they're doing with it is perfect. Money. Best version ever, Robert. Dude, I kind of agree. It's I at least just on first listen. I was like, this is that that's the best earth thing I've ever heard for sure. I think they played one recently that I have not listened to. I don't know if it's at the Chrysalis, maybe, but um that people were loving and thought was fire. Uh this one it'd be hard to beat, in my opinion. Um it was really good and, and quite a surprise. And then Jive One, Jive Lee, and a lot of people didn't know. Somebody somebody mentioned it to me at the show at set break, but Jive we Jive One Jive One, Jive Lee is a combination that they've done for years. I did a ton back in the day. Once Drive One came about, or uh, once Drive Lee came about after Drive One, they would always put the two together kind of like that. Because Drive Lee is really Drive reprise, you know, so it just makes sense. And 
Now, what a great way to end that set, man. Such high energy, such high energy. So the energy in Brooklyn Bowl was, was insane. Um, and I didn't stop dancing since Earthling. So it was like, who didn't man, stop dancing a- since Dylan? No, I didn't. Because Dr. Darkness left for a few days. <laughs> and the light, I was pulsating with love and light for a few days. <laughs> so you had to go to more months. shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So took a Sweet Island Muffins to Vegas, played some butter rum. Oh, but before that, uh, how was Elvis? Guy's still doing it. Oh, dude. So, okay, quick funny story, too. Well, we still got people on. Um, my friend Justin, uh, old friend of ours, friend of the band, was was at Min Vegas also and shows me at set break this little video from backstage where this Elvis impersonator is yucking it up with all the guys. And I was like, oh, that's super funny, whatever. And two minutes later, after he shows me this video, the guys are walking out on the stage with this Elvis impersonator. And I'm like, no fucking way, you know? And they play this Don't Be Cruel song. I, I wouldn't have known by name, but I've definitely just heard it before over the years. You know, probably a big Elvis song. These guys know Elvis. Rick definitely does. Um, and I'm sure there were simpler songs to pick up. So they picked, they just picked it up at set break. They decided to do it, come out and do it. And they crushed it. And the Elvis impersonator crushed it. And he was hysterical too. So it was like, it was just the perfect timing, man. And and the guy was money. Um, so I'm really so glad they did that. What a, what a great way to open up that set. Um, and then into Butter Rum. Everybody was just so loose at that point, you know, they could have played anything. Um, but Butter Rum kept the energy up, kept everybody dancing. You know, again, I was thinking in my head appropriation, but, um, you know, we got through it. Uh, and then all I need, um, yeah. you know, yeah. they just kept the hits coming. Uh, so, yeah, it was really something else. Into Flow Down, um, you know, which, again, I can't ever go wrong with the energy that you get out of a Flow Down Dark Horse, which I guess I heard in Soundcheck was a little iffy, but hey, that's why you soundcheck it because they came out and crushed that. You know, they were just on fire this whole week. Uh, they were just on fire. It was, there's not much you can say when they're just in the zone and playing well and feeling good. And even though they're tired and strung out, you know, and whatever else is going on, they, they just, I don't know, they can just lock in. Um, and like I was saying, these old school shows, this old school style show, Butter Rum, All I Need. Uh, turbulence, Doc Brown, Funny Covers, Jive One, Jive Lee. Uh, then you get Dark Horse and then Moskenada, dude. And Moskenada has always Ooh, been one of my Sergio. Favorites. God, it's always been one of my favorites, dude. And I was so excited to hear it at that point. It's been a long time since I've heard that. Maybe since Halloween. Was it Halloween in Wooster the last time they did it, I think? Um, but so you don't get to hear that much anymore. And that is a classic. Goose cover, if you if we can say it about any songs, um, seven two six, which I wore the same seven two six shirt for days because, um, I, <laughs> and I yeah, and um, mushrooms and and then white lights, which I hadn't heard in a while, which I did also want to hear, um, and then drive two to end, and that drive two to end, I know we went quick, but that drive two to end was also you and uh, Greg's a huge drive two fan too. That drive two ripped. Um, yeah, it was such a great too. encore, dude. Such a great cherry on top of an excellent old school style goose show at a small kind of club like environment like this Brooklyn Bowl Vegas. And it was a cherry on top for my trip, too. It was just such a good trip front to back. And the guys just played such good shows every night, every night and different shows, too. And um, I don't know. It's just it's just hard to state how how cool and fun that this continues to be to watch 
and and to see them play in these different locations and and to meet all of these different fans and watch everybody have just as much of a blast as we've had for years. It just continues, never gets old. So uh, it was really a great week overall. Man, if you guys could have heard Bruce seven days ago at this time when he was quitting the music industry, you would not think that this is the same Bruce Robinson talking to you today. Um, so with that, um, thank you all for sticking with us tonight. I mean, we'd still have one more show to talk about, but let's like let's make someone's day. Yeah, we yeah. Let's make some. I didn't even tray. listen to LA, so uh. <laughs> um, and let's give away some tickets here to Trey Goose at Mohegan Sun Arena. The date 11 12, November 12th, Uncasville, Connecticut. So we're gonna do a trivia question again. Let's go. Okay, tab to our giveaway, baby. This is big time. Here we go. First of many coming, uh, first of many giveaways. If you'd like to win stuff from us, pay attention to socials because we're back. Um, all right, so this is a tough one. Multi-part question. Actually, not really multi-part. Just listen. Okay, I'm wearing a shirt. This shirt is from a bar. This bar is in the state of Connecticut. Vasudo played at this bar. I want to know the last song that Vasudo played during their one show that was performed at this bar? Oh, that is a hard one. And Garth, dude, it was my pleasure. I was happy to see you at Red Rocks, and I was really happy that your friend offered um, to let me sign your birthday card. I hope you had a good birthday, man. Um, it's tough to be. <laughs> this bar is in Connecticut. In fact, someone on Facebook chat said the name of the bar we've got a winner already somehow the person that the name of the bar didn't get it right we've got a winner mr kieran edwards the night they drove er down who's er dixie the night they drove old dixie down yeah the band we'll coming out and this is from march 24th 2012 Vasudo played at Ted's Bar and Restaurant in Storrs, Connecticut, USA, home of the Huskies. Bruce and I are both alum. Um, little fun fact about this story. Oh. I mean, about this show. I was a DJ, had a residency at the bar across the street, but worked at Ted's. Um, had a substantially smaller crowd one evening because Vasudo was playing at Ted's across the street. A bunch of my friends from Milton used to come see me DJ every week. They all went to see Vasudo. I ended up shutting down early, closing my set out, going across the street <laughs> to catch the end of the Vasudo show, which consisted of a Mustang Sally, two, 2001, Birds Bangers. of a Feather cover, Empress Dixie, March 24th, 2012. <laughs> oh Go Huskies. God, that was the start of all of this, really, and that's why I'm here now. Um, so congratulations, Kieran Edwards. You're going to Goosemas. Um, all right. Do we want to talk about LA? Shout out to Lucius. We well, we shout should just do it. Shout, yeah, shout out to Jason Hahn from String Cheese Instant. Good friend of Ben's, good friend of the band's. Sat in for um ha 
hot tea or something out there. Hot tea. Encore. So um, shout out to him. He's the, he's the fucking man. I even got to meet him in Florida when Ben was doing this little state tour at the oh, end with of Jessica um, Jones, right? with Jessica Jones and, and a bunch of other great local musicians in the Florida area. You know, shout out to that scene, Orlando and St. Petersburg. Those guys are the best. Um, and then uh, shout out to Lucius, who um, sent them, them with them for two songs, I believe. Slow Ready and something else i think you guys know um uh, but, in your eyes, uh, by peter gabriel in your eyes yeah so that those two must have been awesome it would have been very cool to hear these very talented female vocalists joining those guys on those songs um so i am ex- very excited to go back and listen to some of that and then shout out to lawrence like you said um for oh yeah big ups to lawrence yeah oh yeah yep um, um and no problem he'll probably get together more over the years i think those guys really like them um, so, you know, they, they always try to build relationships with these artists too, that they know and like as well. Um, so, you know, that's cool. It's always cool to see this kind of different inner industry support, you know, between the bands and, and between these musicians. And we've always appreciated anybody in the community helping with content and helping build the community and helping support the band. And, um, and of course, you know, you guys for supporting us is, is extraordinarily appreciated and, um, but same with the music industry, man. It's just nice to see it go back and forth between artists and, you know, everybody kind of just support each other and, and and get to make these cool experiences for fans too. So. Hey, Amy, um, uh, Amy, thanks for watching your, your photo passes uh, at the box office. So go ahead and pick that up. You're shooting the show. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I was totally going to text you before I got on. Um, <laughs> oh my sorry God. about that. Uh, go uh, get set up. Um, uh, the people's okay. publicist. So, uh, folks, like I said, we're back. We are Amy. It is. Uh, so we're back. <laughs> we're gonna like do a season two thing. I think we got a lot going on this fall. Maybe have some cameras. It's gonna be dope. A lot more giveaways coming. Mm. We've only done one Christmas giveaway. There will be more. Ooh. Maybe, maybe if you didn't win today. You'll win next time. Maybe the people today won too soon. We don't know. We just don't know. Um, oh, but there's a lot, a lot, a lot coming down the line. Um, <laughs> you know, just the rest of this week. I mean, the guys are going to play Tahoe in a couple hours. Uh, then they head to another show, which I think is maybe in like Portland, Oregon. Um, Portland. What do we think? What do we got, Bruce? Uh, That's a place. The uh, uh, Portland, Oregon for the Pioneer Thing Square, Festival. the square. Then Port Townsend, Washington on the 26th for the Thing Festival. Thang oh. Festival. And then thang. closing out the <laughs> <That> week. Thang. <laughs> thang. Uh, closing out <laughs> the week um, at um, Sacred Rose Saturday. So a uh, lot more goose to check out this week. I don't think, I think tonight's the last night that they're streaming. So stream it up. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll stream Portland. I don't know. I don't know anything. But they're streaming tonight. Watch the show. We'll be back next week to recap. Then we're off for a couple weeks uh, with the lives until Resonance. Hope to see you all down in Charleston. They just waived camping fees. So if you were on the fence about going to Charleston, get your tickets. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. Hell yeah. Go to Resonance. Uh, it's going to be sick. Go Hold to Resonance. Point Rose. Have a blast. 
that's going to be sick as hell as well. Can't wait to hear more about that. Unfortunately, we're not going to be out there. But um, oh, and Greg, we'll also be at LawnCon. So we're going to have a lot to talk about in September. We're a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. So definitely, if they're not live, check out our studios. We also have some cool interviews planned. Um, so I swear to God, we'll get better at this too. You might start to like the podcast even more. Think about that. <laughs> you might start to like the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Nas. We missed you last week, Nas. Feel better. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. We've got more coming down the line. We're going to do another giveaway for the other night of Goosemist on our socials this week. So keep an eye out for that. And with that, hey, Garth, with that, have a great night, everyone. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Down the pathway to the, the great beyond. Osiris.